everyone and welcome to another episode of From Millennials to Z. As you probably already know, my name is Andre, I'm a Z guy from Portugal and together with Elliot, a millennial guy from France, I will be one of your hosts. So tell us Elliot, what will be the topic that we will be discussing today? So today's topic is about activism and well-being. And I think this topic is quite relevant for uh, millennials and they that are listening to us, especially with the, the internet era where actually we are super connected or maybe hyper connected. And this allows us to be aware about what's going on all around the world. And I would say why some people um, might prefer closing their eyes or, or turning their back. Some people feel concerned and feel maybe having a responsibility about acting. This is the activist, but uh, what was maybe really interesting to talk about today was actually what is the relationship between this activism and how it can impact our mental health. So to discuss about it and especially how um, how we can be resilient, how we can stay resilient while trying to save the world, uh, we have a new guest from an awesome guest from uh, United States, Atlanta. Uh, Diamond Spratling, who is, the, among many things, the founder of Millennials for Environmental Justice. So, hi Diamond, and thank you for joining us. Uh, do you mind to introduce yourself and maybe talking a little bit about what is your organization, Millennials for Environmental Justice? Yeah, of course. Thanks so much, uh, Elliot, for that great introduction. Uh, my name is Diamond Spratling, and as you said, I am the founder and president of a small nonprofit organization based in the U.S. It's called Millennials for Environmental Justice, and we advocate for all things um, environmental, health, and social justice within the U.S. Uh, we actually have a lot of different disparities when it comes to the environment um, across different communities in the U.S. So those are some of the things that we like to target when it comes to access to foods, healthy communities, urban planning, um, environmental health, and a bunch of different things like that. Um, my background is actually interesting because um, I have a lot of background in the environmental sector, but also the health sector. So what I've been trying to do is kind of bridge both of those sectors together so that we can advocate for environmental and health and social issues because they really are um, very connected. So super Super happy to be here today and thanks again for having me. Okay, thank, thank you Diamond. Uh, a great introduction too. I guess we all like, uh, like to, to have an expert <laughs> between us and I think that it will be a great and an amazing conversation in terms of, of activism because normally um, I think that in society people have a misunderstanding of what really activism is about, what activism really means and what being an activist means. Um, and I guess we can develop this conversation creating that link between different types of activism and mental health in a great way to try to, to get to know to people uh, the importance of it and maybe to get there to, to go to the streets or to get their voices heard and to do the small changes in their lives that for me it's the most important thing that we can achieve, really. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that is a great point. All of those points that you just mentioned, especially when we talk about activism, uh, I mean, I definitely consider myself as an activist. Um, and it's kind of 
funny because um, I didn't always see myself that way. I guess it just kind of evolved as the work that I was doing continued. Um, and I think the beauty is with activism is that it is so broad. I mean, activism looks very different depending on the context, the person, and what you feel comfortable doing. Um, for example, you know, I feel like I do a lot of social activism through social media, but also through do doing different engagements like this in um, podcasts or even just other public speaking engagements. So that's what I do. But I mean, we also have people who are on the front line as well. But I think that um, to your point about mental health, it takes a lot of health and well-being to be able to feel like you have the capacity mentally or um, to really be on that front line. It's definitely not for everyone, but I feel like um, as an activist over years, you kind of feel like you know, okay, what do I have the space mentally to do or what makes the greatest impact as well too? I wanted to add something actually about actually you really mentioned it about you know when you realized that you were an activist because I don't I don't know if it's um, a, a sort of misconception but when we say activist people always imagine that you have to spend like a lot of time and do amazing things and maybe a bit dangerous to in order to have the title of being activist. And I feel like many people are maybe, like you said, like taking action, but they are a bit maybe resistant about being called activists, especially maybe how we imagine activists from before the internet area where you were, uh, I don't know, for example, with Greenpeace, uh, taking a bot and uh, trying to block some big uh, killer bot or trying to destroy some GMO pro uh, plants. Uh, so it's I, I, I don't know what you think about it, but I, I had the impression, especially with uh, Millennial and D, that thanks to internet we have been recreating what is actually activism in maybe something that is more inclusive and for yeah for different type of people. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, when I think of, or I guess traditionally, when I thought of. Um, activism maybe like years ago in the U.S. I'm thinking about those people on the ground. Um, for example, in the U.S., we had the civil rights movement. So people like Angela Davis, who were, you know, on the ground protesting and things like that. People tying themselves to trees so that trees didn't get cut down. You know, those are things that I guess maybe our parents, our parents' parents kind of saw and thought of as activism. But like you said, things are evolving, especially for millennials and with everything being so virtual like you don't have to be on the front ground um, on the front lines to consider yourself as an activist I mean for myself I feel like I kind of struggled too because as I was trying to brand myself I'm like okay well do I tell people that I'm an activist do I say I'm just an environmental health professional a researcher what is it you know so I think that um, that's something that I've definitely had to come to terms with but I'm not always um, doing I guess activism things I do still have a in addition to millennials for environmental justice, I have a full-time job where I'm sitting down in the office and really all the things that I'm doing for Millennials for Environmental Justice, most of the time I'm doing it from my computer. Like I said, you know, just um, even reposting things on social media, I think, or just starting videos on your Snapchat and things like that, or just spreading the word however you see yourself spreading the word about whatever issue you care about. I think that's totally like what activism is. I think that's definitely can be an argument that you don't have to be the person um, 
being at the front of the line or on the street protesting and different things like that. It looks it looks very different and it depends on what you feel most comfortable with also. Uh, Andre, I have the impression that you want to add something. Yeah, I want to add something. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hearing like Diamond talking and I have like, not, it's not just a question because when higher activism Uh, normally people talking about activism I know that what they, they mean is like um, people doing like an effort or trying to promote some type of project uh, in order to create a change in society for um, let's say a perceived good or for something that they believe in and they want to achieve but they don't know how to do it alone but when I, I think to myself about activism like my own perspective about activism Um, I guess it all comes in terms of uh, small changes that we do in our day-to-day -day life. Like, I, I know that it's important to get our voices heard to the public and it's important to do street protests because without them, how will we be um, communicating with the politicians and with, um, let's say, headmasters of the, um, the countries? But I think that most of, of us that goes to protests or to street protests um, lacks something very important, is that small change in their to, to daily lives. For example, I've never been in a, in a street-like protest, really. I have small reasons why. Uh, the first one is because normally it's far from where I live in. I know that it's not a really excuse, but it's something that I consider. And then the most important is, is that, that I think we should start with ourselves. Because, okay, imagine that I will go to, to a, pro, to a pro, protest, but when I finish that protest, I will get home and I'm already thinking about the next one, but not changing anything in my day-to-day -day life, in my type of uh, consumerism, consumption, uh, the small changes that I do in terms of using one type of clothes or another by second ends or not. And I think that's... Uh, something that we all lack in a certain way and in big protests I normally see that uh, I don't want to call it hypocrites but people that get their voices heard but in the same way they do, do not make the change uh, in their own life and they advocate for something that is huge but it's not really easy to talk about you know because imagine that In an environmental protest, you will see people talking about uh, stopping the airplane uh, commercial flights because of uh, CO2 and that stuff. Like, but they're talking like in an obligation way. But if we think about it, we can't just do it because imagine that I want to buy something uh, sustainable and I don't have that thing in my country and I do like the, the mats. If I buy this, okay, I will be not really contributing to the declining of um, the CO2 that goes to atmosphere. But if I buy something in my own country, I will be uh, contributing to a company that I don't believe in and that will grow in their power because they have someone that trusts them and that buys something from them. I don't know if I make me understand very well, but yeah, that's my point. Uh, what do you think about it, Simon?
yeah um i mean i think well first i just want to say it's totally okay that you have not been on the front line doing the street protests i mean honestly neither have i um in i mean in the u.s they're very dangerous as well too they're sometimes life-threatening so they're they're very um you have to be very careful and the people who do um do the street protests are very very brave people so um you know that's awesome but i think also you brought a great point about um your individual activism and what you do on the individual level i think is just as important as you know going to these protests and things like that you have to start with yourself for one and make sure that you're doing all the right things but also um being able to translate that activism into action is probably the biggest things like yes things like protesting things like that are important but i think there are so many other things that you can do as well um signing off on different um initiatives that we have actually lobbying and talking to our policymakers and our state representatives is very very big um signing letters writing letters to people and also educating others in your community because just because you know for example i know a lot about environmental justice but not a lot of people in my family or my friends know what environmental justice is so even me being able to communicate that to others who wouldn't normally think about it is a form of activism as well i think that it can happen on various different levels but the beauty of being able to transform our activism into action is using those different diverse strategies in order to do so and actually we from this uh, nice uh, long introduction about activism i wanted to ask you both because you you basically really pointing out that activism is can be a lot of different things Uh, do you have some uh, example in your own life when you were uh, actually doing activism that you have been tested your mental health or that at least you, you have felt that your well-being has been sort of unbalanced? Do you have some uh, stories to share about it? Yeah, I do. Um, I have a few actually, but I'll just um, give, give just kind of a background. So for me, I think that... Um, Our mental health has everything to do with um, being able to be an activist. I mean, it's not easy no matter what capacity that you're in. And I think for myself, it is especially hard sometimes because people ask about, well, what's the community that you serve? And I tell them I am the community. I'm a part of that community that I'm advocating for. For Millennials for Environmental Justice, we try to support environmental justice in communities of color and black and brown communities across the U.S. And so I'm a black woman. So I'm one of those people who are experiencing those environmental injustices or environmental racism. So it, it hits near and dear to my heart, but also to people who are my, my family. My family are members of that community as well. And my friends, a lot of my friends also. So it kind of hits a little bit hard because I'm fighting for something so much, but I'm not just fighting for myself. I'm fighting for my friends, my family, and other people who are experiencing this also. So it can be a toll on um, myself mentally a lot of times. And I think also just um, getting frustrated with um, not seeing that change. It's like, oh, I feel like I'm doing so much for the community and for myself and for others. But then you turn around and see another situation happen. Um, for example, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Flint water crisis, which happened in the US, but a huge crisis where a lot of people were drinking contaminated water and mostly were people of color in low income communities. And so me seeing that was something that was very, very, um, 
you know, it was very hurtful for me because those are people that I know personally who had to suffer from those issues um, of disparities. So I think that's another issue. But also, um, sometimes it's just frustrating because you can feel like you're not being hurt. So I think um, for me, I push so hard uh, a lot of the times to make sure that I'm getting the word out and that people are listening. But it's so hard because a lot of people, it's like if I have other issues going on, some people are not going to prioritize environmental justice. There are a lot of other issues going on, especially in community of color. We have racism, Black Lives Matter movement and other things like that, jobs, security. But um, me piling on something else like, oh, well, let's talk about environmental justice. That's not always at the top of people's list right now because we have other more detrimental issues as well. So I think that sometimes that can be a bit overwhelming. So it's definitely very challenging being able to kind of um, you know balance my mental health and things like that so I try to like kind of balance it as far as okay let me take a break one day or let me at least kind of try to look at the good things are, that are going on I feel like when I first started I was always sharing news about oh look at this um, environmental racism going on or all these bad things that are happening but I've been trying to at least follow up with things that we can do. What are resources that people can use? And also, what are some good things that's going on? Because in the U.S., we still have been having some good things as far as environmental justice happening as well. So I think definitely that balance for my own mental health is so important because it, it gets overwhelming, especially being that I identify with the community that I'm serving. Uh, I, I wanted to add something about what you said because I, I can really relate about this feeling of being frustration and powerless when you get involved and you feel that people still don't get it. Um, from, from what you said, you're, you're, I mean, you, you have this experience of activism at the same time social and uh, environmental. Uh, in, my, in my case, it's more like environmental. So I also realized that the activism for climate and activism for social injustice was different so the mental health effect uh, because from from what you said and I, and I realized that uh, you feel like it's happening right now and it's very near but for climate change especially if you're from uh, like wealthy country where of course we are facing some climate disasters but we are quite lucky compared to other Uh, nations like in Asia or Africa where they are experiencing a lot of flood and drought and their life is basically uh, depending on, 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 on the agriculture and the food that they produce. Uh, for me, it's, it's really like the, the main like mental health that I could experience is the feeling that I'm not doing enough and also this feeling of guilt because I have this life and I'm uh, privileged so I'm, I'm white, I'm a guy so I don't have like even like this even if I'm living in another country nowhere and I'm facing racism and discrimination sometimes it's not as it has nothing to do with you know uh, yeah having a different skin color and or like you said being a black or brown person in United States so it's also bring me like this okay I, I should do more it's it's never enough Uh, and, and then it's very hard to um, accept that, okay, today I did this, so now I just turn off my brain and I actually, okay, I enjoy my life a little bit, I try to rest. Um, and I don't know if Andre has some also experience that, you know, with activist experience and uh, that have um, affected your mental health. 
Uh, yeah, um, I, I was hearing to, to you both and I really resonate with you, mostly in the part of the overwhelming that sometimes we can feel when we try to do a lot of things at once. Because um, talking uh, in my experience, I've always been passionate about environment and also social causes. I, I always wondered uh, about why like the poor countries do not have access to food or access to water when some other countries have access to golf camps and tennis and all type of richest things and good things. So I started my own, I guess, path in activism, like I said, by myself to trying to change my own life in uh, certain aspects that I think w was not uh, the better ones to try to improve it and then to try to one day go to the streets, uh, get my vo voices heard, but having a type of background to know uh, to about what I'm talking about. But sometimes this can be overwhelming. Why? Because when, I, when I'm when i doing something, some some journey, some challenge, for example, like the 30 days zero waste challenge or something, that's something where everyone can start really because it's like just one month, you can start a journey to see how, how long you can go, how far you can go what are the benefits for you and all of that stuff but when I look around to my friends I, I do not see them trying to improve their own lives or trying to do something to the world uh, and that's it's not that hurts but um, it, it lets me a, a bit sad because it's something that affects us all these type of problems and and even so the most of us don't think about it or just don't care so when this happens um, I have like the impulse to get into the many things I can at the same time. The many petitions I can sign, I will sign. The many challenges I can do, I will do. Uh, the many journeys I can follow, I will follow. But here it comes a problem because uh, in a certain way, I, I become to collapse, I, I burn out because I do not have time for everything. So um, my, I guess, tip will go uh, in, in this way, if you like, if people want to start an action, of course, start it. Um, fight for what you believe in, uh, and try to to get your voices heard, and to explain people why are you fighting or advocating for that. But focus on on that thing that on that topic that you are involved in, and don't get into to three or four more uh, before you ending that that one because. When you, you are in a lot of things uh, at the same time, uh, despite how many qualities you have in terms of that different topics, you will not use them at your full potential. Um, it, it's, it's because of that, that I think we should start by, by ourselves, but just focus on one thing before going into another. Uh, giving our best uh, in helping that cause, giving our best in making the world a better place to live is something that we all have to do and have the obligation to do actually. But I think we do not ha um, have or should to forget about ourselves, about taking care of ourselves because without, without each one of us, who will do that? Who will fight for what we believe? We will fight to a better world to live in, to a better conditions to, to, to all that we, that we think of. Yeah. So actually, Andre, you made the good transition to the second question that is actually, uh, and I think I will ask to Diamond first because from you know all this example about frustration, not being heard, powerless, overwhelming, 
what what are what is for you the recipe to become a perfect not perfect but to try to be a, a resilient activist yeah so i think that that's a great question and honestly i would say a lot of it comes um from balance and understanding for yourself what you what you can take on and what you can't i i know for myself um sometimes i just have to say no to things like no i can't do it i just need to take some time off for self-care which is so important and i feel like is underestimated a lot but we definitely do just need that time to regroup so i think picking and choosing um when you feel like you can get involved in what capacity that you feel like you can get involved as well is something that's very important and i feel like it has worked to my Um, my benefit. Now, I'm definitely not perfect as far as being the best activist and making sure that I'm balancing my self-care and my activism. But um, I could definitely say just from my experience, um, you know, sometimes just saying no and knowing what you have the capacity to do. I mean, a lot of the activism, it, it looks different for a lot of people. And I think it's easy, at least for myself, um, to compare myself to other activists. I see a lot of other awesome, amazing people fighting and advocating for environmental justice and so sometimes I'm like okay I can do a lot more but I think that that's just myself looking in from the outside and so I don't always know the full story and I think that it's important for me to do what I feel like is the best for me in the best way that I'm able to communicate to people um, in whatever capacity that may be. I really like the thing that you said like saying no because I, I don't know for you guys but for me it's probably like the most difficult things to do not only with activism but in general that it's I don't know if you have experienced this that you know saying no without feeling guilty that you know you, you need to be almost like selfish for yourself uh, time to time um, I don't know Andre if you've experienced this in the beginning uh, as i explained yeah I, i feel like guilty for saying no and not do everything that i could but now i see that it's important and it's one of the most important things actually to to know when to say no to something to take care of ourselves uh, to to give our be uh, to give our best uh, to the rights that you are involved in so saying no is not a bad thing because you are yeah, it's not being selfish Is, is actually thinking about the others too because if you are if you are in a in an action whatever it is but you are there without giving your best you are there without without willing to be there like you are tired you are not doing so well you are not thinking about the, uh, that you you are there just like a fig figure a person without doing anything without know their place in not society but in that type of action in the, that type of community So I think it's important to take care of, of us by saying no, as Diamond and you well it um, referred. Um, and being difficult to say it sometimes uh, to our colleagues, to our friends, uh, to the, the persons that we believe in and that trust us to do something, it can be hard, but sometimes it's the beginning to do something greater than ourselves and to achieve something greater for everyone. Yeah. And actually, I also wanted, I was interested to hear, like, uh, you guys have a kind of, like, um, how you could, could call it, like a kind of uh, healthy uh, routine that, you know, you, you, you do things in order to take care of your mental health. Uh, for example, in my case, I know that in the morning, I'm, 
I mean, kind of state of mind. So I try, for example, to avoid social media because I always know that I will get maybe like the bad news about uh, um, you know something related with climate change, and I feel like okay, it starts from the morning. <laughs> Yes, I, I got you. So, you know, I'm in the public health field, so I am all about mental health as well as physical health. Um, but I should probably take my advice a little better. But I feel like for myself, what I've been trying to do a lot lately is to at least take one day out of the week where I am not doing work. I um, spend all day, more hours than I need to, doing things that are related to my organization because there's a lot to be done. But I've been trying to at least save one day out of the week where I can just have fun, have some time outdoors, go for a walk, go for a hike. I feel like that definitely helps me to get refreshed so that I don't get too burned out. Um, and then another thing, um, I make sure that I keep track of the things that I have to do each and every day, just because it's easy for me to get behind. A lot of times we've been getting a lot of just pickup and people wanting to collaborate and things like that. So it's hard to keep track. And so I've been trying to keep a steady schedule of what I need to get done, um, when I need to get it done. So that just makes sure that I'm staying on top of things and so that I can still get my eight hours of sleep, which is so important to me. So those are a little bit of things that I try to do also. By my side, I I'm, I actually just, I do it day by day, I guess, because normally I don't take a day off like time and this, but uh, in my day to day, I try to, I do meditation actually, something that it's really important to me in a lot of ways uh, and keeps my mind like focused on the moment and not in all that is going on and that stress me out and i also do a lot of sports i guess sports is really important not just to my my physical health in general but also my mental health because i'm focusing in another thing i'm doing something that i like i'm doing something um to achieve um greater results and actually doing sports at home or in nature, basically more in nature, I guess it's really, really good because it's that real a little contact that you have alone with it. Uh, it's like you are coming coming home, but to, to the world, uh, you are giving yourself uh, to the real world, to nature, and you are trying to create that connection that we have, but we are missing because of the materialism and the societies that we live in and the problems that we all face, yeah. So, I mean, now we can maybe uh, try to end our discussion, but from what we discussed, and I, I also wanted to add maybe some point that you, uh, that you mentioned most of them about the tips or what to do to keep uh, a good balance while we are being activists. So it's, as you mentioned, having a good habit about, uh, you know, healthy lifestyle, so sports, and I guess also trying to eat as healthy as possible. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, also, one thing that also, it's not only about activism, but I think in general, and it's mental health, that is this taboo about asking for help. Because for me, also, I have this conception that, you know, especially when we were trying to define what is an activist, I imagine someone that is living for his or her um, goal and they are so strong and they are not affecting by anything but actually even if this type of person exists they are still human and uh, even if you know we 
we, we make a lot of change and we care for people, I think it's always hard to accept. I think Diamond mentioned know your limits, but also not being scared to ask for help and to actually admit where are your weakness. Um, and uh, I, when I was trying to prepare this podcast, I found this very interesting uh, uh, workbook that is actually, it was designed by uh, um, let me Amnesty International and it's a happiness and activist uh, workbook where it's basically the, I got inspired for our topic that is basically titled how to uh, stay resilient while trying to save the world. And it, it has mentioned a lot of things that we have discussed today, but uh, I, I, when we will be uh, uploading our podcast, I think I could, we could share also this link because it can be really interesting for, for the people that have been listening to us. Oh, great. I guess that's wonderful tips uh, from you, Elliot, and from you, Diamond, what you have talked about. Uh, it was really wonderful, great. I guess that people really will really take something from our conversation and think about it and trying to start some type of action in their day-to-day -day lives and also trying to improve the lives of, of their surrounding in terms of friends, family and all the, the rest of their communities. So I would like to thank you, uh, Diamond. We are really glad that you could join us. It was amazing, really. Uh, <laughs> even with our differences in schedule, because you are in the USA, I'm in Portugal and Elliot is in Norway. So it's something to mention that it's not very easy, but we manage it, but it's good. <laughs> um, and to finish, I would like to say something that I heard in the other day. Uh, well, I was listening to a podcast. It's a small phrase from Denzel Washington, uh, where he says, um, when we help others, it's like we, we feel the most selfish thing in the world because we feel that we are complete. Like we feel that we really did something that we should have done and that we are born to do. And that's what I wanted to point now in, in the ending. A starter action that you want to do in terms of environmental or social causes, whatever. Um, because when you do it, you are starting to evolve. You are starting to becoming a human being again. And as we like to say here, start small and share your values with your community. Inspire to be inspired. You have all the possibilities within you. <laughs>